Welcome back to the Northwest Convergence Zone, show number 15. Big D here. Welcome back. Welcome to the show. We appreciate everybody uh, downloading or burning it to your CD. Whatever you're doing, however you're listening to this, we appreciate it. You can always go to our website, www.nwconvergencezone.com. Leave us an email there. Tell us how we're doing. Give us a topic or whatever. But we're just glad you're here. And uh, to my right, the big man, of course, the myth, (laughs) the legend, Big Joe. (laughs) Well, that was a very nice intro. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Greetings and salutations, as always, from the man cave in the city of destiny, Tacoma, Washington. That's right. And over here, we have Double D. Double D, how are you today? Doing great. Just staying busy, like always. Awesome. Just just talking and... Just talking and walking. walking. You can do that all at the same time? (laughs) Yeah, but forget the chewing the gum. Man, that's amazing. And of course, we have Wonder Boy running the boards. Wonder Boy, how are you? Uh, Countdown to school. Yeah, is that Tuesday? Yeah. Tick tock. Tick tock. And the man, Craig. How you doing, Craig? Give us a wave. Hey, Craig's here. He's also running the uh, soundboard, and Craig does a stellar job. We really appreciate it. Things have started sounding a lot better. Have you noticed that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, well, that's because I got off that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's do a real quick uh, update because last week we were on the mancation. The mancation. The mancation. Went to Eastern Washington. Joe, give us a rundown on – because I'm foggy on the details. (laughs) Well, I might be – you know, a little bit foggy on some of them too, but I'll just make it up. It was good. We had it was the uh, the weather was nice, and we had uh, six of us this year. Yes, we had the uh, full complement of the uh, three teams for the three trophies. And Tom Bodet was good to us. Tom Bodet, yeah, they didn't kick us out, which is no, always good. No, there's always you know some question on whether or not we're going to make it through the night. That's but right. <laughs> we managed to make it through the night, which was good. It's funny though. You show up and they give you your rooms and and they said well the only way we can put you all three together these rooms together is to put you up in this corner upstairs somewhere (laughs) and their parking lots completely empty there's nobody there yeah and you're just thinking seriously like we can't get a pool view or they just we looked like trouble right right that was probably the troublemaker the farthest away from them that we could be it was probably a good move on their part so we started out with uh well hanging out we had our uh celebratory shot of Patron. that was good i could go for one of those right now they uh well we might have to crack that open Uh, (laughs) So we started with that and then uh, rounded ourselves up and went on down to the uh, Sporties, Sporties, where we uh, had a fine meal. uh, (laughs) So well, kind of, I guess. The price was right. The price was good. Joe hooked us up with a lot of coupons, so we were were on the cheap this trip. (laughs) Then the real action began. The five hours of shuffleboard. Five hours (laughs) of shuffleboard. That and we had two, three teams of two, and then the winner stayed on the board. Right. And I think uh, we all, I mean, there was somebody probably who was on, who was on longer. Was that I would say Tim, it would and pro- Tim and Earl were on there a lot. Yeah. It, it was pretty equal. I, I would say it worked out about like, you know, maybe 40, 40, 20. 
Yeah, and we like were the that. twenty. We were the twenty. Yeah, <laughs> could not find the groove. I just <laughs> usually I'm really good on it. I could not find the groove, and every time we would think we had some uh, really nice setup, they would blast us <laughs> off, or we'd blast, or we'd ourselves, blast ourselves off. off. That's true, but we kept them in business on the jukebox and uh, and the libations flowing. The, the the jukebox was an interesting phenomenon. We're in Moses Lake, and it's the last night of the Grant County Fair, so it's pretty empty in this place. There was us and maybe seven others. Right. A uh, couple, couple biker groups. Well, that was, yeah, at the beginning, a couple of biker groups go, show up. And this one guy, like a real huge guy, and he had all leather, the total biker guy. And he goes up and he's picking songs off the jukebox. And they're all like country love songs. <laughs> he was. He and was, he's standing there singing. He was forlorn. I was like. <laughs> Uh, how about some bad motor scooter or, uh, you know, take it to the highway or some AC. No, it's all like love songs his, from, uh, from, you know, Conway Twitty or whatever. I think his, I think his biking winch had just left him or something. Maybe so. And then later on there was, um, this mind you, this is Moses Lake. There was one African American fellow in the entire place. <laughs> That's true. Playing pool by himself. By himself. And he wasn't a real particularly nice guy. He wasn't inviting anybody to like be friendly to him because he. And wouldn't. he wasn't very friendly either. He knocked the no. cue ball off the table about eight times. And every time we he picked handed it, it up back, and got it for him, handed it to him, it was like never you know. said a word. No, but he played the worst crap known to mankind. Ugh, on brutal. We were fighting him on the jukebox all night long. We would go stuff it full of classic rock <laughs> and rock and roll and southern rock. And then when uh, and then he would roll over there and play like Tina Turner, <laughs> yeah, and and, and uh, the Mary Jane girls, early, yeah, <laughs> and, and early Jackson Five, and just weird like early Stevie Wonder. It was like not even good stuff. It was like their no. weird B side, and he was grooving. So whatever, he was into his thing. But we had that battle running all night, and then so we got back to the hotel after they kicked us out. And uh, crashed. Took the adventurous cab rides there and back. <laughs> Their cab system is Moses something to be Lake, desired. Yeah, Moses Lake's cab system. But they is, got one, uh, which was good. It's interesting. What, what were those cars, man? <laughs> I don't know. They don't even have meters in it. The no, guys just like make it up. Yeah, uh, Ten bucks. We oh, had to, okay, that works. There were two cars that, that took our crew there, and they each charged different prices. <laughs> yeah, they were just making it up. Yeah. And so the next day we get up, we go to Perkins, have a big breakfast where I got a big cup of water just (laughs) blown up in my lap. This guy was like his first day and he's reaching over to hand out uh, the the water, the water or whatever. And he just knocks it over. (laughs) So if I hadn't wasn't awake before I was awake, then boys are shriveling up and, uh, well, we had a good breakfast. We headed out to the golf course. Headed out to the golf course, which it was nice. We played there a couple of years ago, and it wasn't so good. And it's made a, it made a big comeback. It's it looked Quincy. really good. Yeah, it's now called Kalakam Ridge. The Kalakam Ridge. And uh, we had a good time. So what happened on the golf course? Uh, well, Man. we went we went from first to worst. Oh, brutal. We actually. And I thought we, I thought we were playing just god awful, horrible. I mean, I couldn't yeah. find a sink, a groove, couldn't find my swing. Uh, about halfway, you figured out your swing. You were chopping, not following through. I couldn't drive the ball to save my life. Never felt really just comfortable. And I thought we were just golfing horrible. But you checked scores from last year, and we actually from, did we better. We did better. We actually played better as a team. And we, still lost. And we still <laughs> lost. And then, as usual with all of our tournaments, there's a little controversy in who the champion oh, is. Big, but Big controversy. You know. 
But anyway. <laughs> you got to give uh, the devil his due. Loaded up, went to Ellensburg, uh, had dinner at, at the palace. At the palace. They which had a, was good. They got a nice $5 menu now. That was great. $5 burger. burger and fries perfect. and what else was, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, then we rolled back here. I think I ended up back at home about 1.30 in the morning. And in case anybody's wondering, uh, as you travel I-90 coming back uh, to this side of the mountains, when you get right as you get out of Ellensburg and you get to that fruit stand on the uh, right side of I-90, there's a big giant new Arco Arco. there, like a super Arco. We were just there, Double D and I, and you know where that big fruit stand is? Yeah, that's where we, uh, I think we passed Paul. Yeah, exactly. Well, right beside it is this huge brand new arco and it is spanking new yeah it's really and nice. we're coming we're driving west and i'm just kind of looking out the window and i was like dude there's an arco there and joe's like really <laughs> <laughs> it's the cheapest gas around you you got to hit that arco and it's a weird exit you have to get off and kind of go back around and come back to it and but it was nice yeah. really nice it's brand new and they had you know all the Stuff Arco has it's big. It's the nicest. So heads up on that oh, one. Uh, wait, don't go, don't go into Ellensburg and get your gas. Hit Arco. Hit the Arco. So that was Mancation. That, that was, was it. And our fifth annual. Fifth, but we'll be back next year. We will be back. And we have the third place bobblehead trophies this I year. Think, but we're I gonna, think we might have eight people next year. Get that then we'll have to play a scramble because uh, I believe Double D and Craigster might be coming along. Well, then we should. Then we'll have to play a scramble. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll do a scramble. Be- just best. Then I got to get another trophy because then I can officially get the third place trophy because the <laughs> the trophy right now for third place actually says last last place, place and that's the one we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and we've it's got, got a bobblehead on there because we were bobbling all day long. <laughs> all right. Well, before we get into what's about to happen here, let's give a little. Uh, let's do a little rewind and uh talk some history as to uh how we got to this point when we started this show um big joe came on board and i talked to double d and wonder boy and said uh, we're going to do this podcast and we i'd really you guys are good with electronics and uh wonder boy is like a computer wizard so i need you guys to come on board and he, oh okay sure they were all about it thought it'd be fun and then it was after show one or two, and I kept telling Double D, "You're funny. You got to talk in. You're like you're you're the guy. You're like the no, uh, I am not funny. You're like the voice you're of humorous. The, yeah, you're humorous. You're like yeah. the voice of the yeah. of the everyday man. Kind Everybody of. Everybody keeps the, laughing at me, but I'm not funny. The, no, they're he's laughing got the at dry me. wit. So I'm about after show one or two. <laughs> Double D says to me, "We're we're driving somewhere," and he goes, "You know, I was talking to Wonder Boy, and yeah, we really don't want to talk." on the podcast and i said no man you gotta talk that's what that's what it is it's a talk show we need you to talk and it, well i just don't feel good about it. i don't feel comfortable flash forward now to about a week ago where i'm talking to, to double d and double d then drops this on me <laughs> i don't really get to say anything <laughs> I can never get a word in edgewise. When you and Big Joe get yeah, going, see, I, can't, right I can't talk at all. I have to just cut all over you. That's what you do. We cut on each other. That's you right. just yeah. jump right in. Jump There's in. no problem. So anyway, so and I've gotten some feedback that supposedly I talk too much and get too too loud. So I'm gonna talk real soft back here now. <laughs> yeah, we'd appreciate and, um, that. I'm gonna I'm just gonna limit myself here because what we're doing is we're turning the show over to Double D. That's yeah. right. And I just got informed of this last night. No, two days ago. <laughs> yeah, sure. Two. Sure. I sent you an email on Thursday night. Yeah, but I don't check my email. Well, that's not uh, my problem. 
So, <laughs> so right now, without further ado, we are going to turn this show over to Double D because he's got stuff to say. All right. And we are now going to play, kind of play the roles, Joe and I, of the uh, the back players. That's right. And um, so, when if you have something to interject, raise your hand. The straight man. Let Double D call on you because <laughs> apparently that's how he's still in. Still, he's on his third year in fifth grade. Uh, yeah, we're working on third year, that's fifth right. grade. Yeah, best three years. No, of my we, life. I'm, I'm just, I'm giving him hard. I love, we love Double D. No, and, you don't. Double D, you're right. Is that what? So, are you smarter let, than a fifth grader? No, no, because it was two times that I did fifth grade, and now we're talking about doing the third. Fifth grade was hard. It was hard, man. All right. So, without further ado, again, yeah. Double D. All right. So, one of the things I was wanting to talk about was uh, kind of. Some of my experience this week was uh, the differences between government workers and non-government workers as far as working with uh, with their attitudes of of how nice the government workers are not and how nice the non-government workers are. Why are, you, went, look, why are you looking at us? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Because you guys about? both work for the government. You guys both nice guys. You guys are, yeah, you guys are nice guys when you're off the job. I've never seen you on the job, so I don't know. Not Maybe, nice on the job. Not nice on the job. Well, I had to deal with the electrical permit department in uh, Pierce County here, and I walked into the office, and I wasn't even sure if I was in the right office, and I started to ask a question, is this where you get the, and they interrupted me, and they said, you got to sign in. I said, I just want to know if this is, no, sign in. Like, no, just, I want to know if I'm in the right place. Sign in. I'm like, okay, fine. Was it the Hotel California? <laughs> you can check in, but you can never check, check out. out. No, I think they wanted me to just go away. But That's how I operate my business, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I signed in, and then I asked them, is this where I need to be to get my permit? They're like, yeah. Here, fill this paperwork out, and we'll call you when we're ready. So I fill it out. Wait and wait and wait. They look at it. They, the lady just says, "Well, you didn't fill out how much you owe me." I'm like, wasn't well, that your job? I was like, well, I don't know. I, I, I just need an electrical permit for the, this job I'm doing. And she's like, "Okay, fine. Then I'll just do it." <laughs> yeah. So I give her the money. You know, she fills it out. I give her the money. They question on if I, actually have the right to do this. If I actually own the house, and they. Had to confirm my address and I don't know all this. You know, I'm trying to give them money, but no, they don't really care. So then I leave there and I go to the power company, and it's a total different attitude. They're all like, "Oh yeah, this is what you have to do." They're all friendly. If you have Aren't any they questions, government workers too. <coughs> no, they're the power company. It's a little power company out in Parkland called oh, Elmhurst. Okay, which is they're privately owned or something. I'm not sure what they are but it's elmhurst power and they're just nice and friendly you know they had candy sitting on the counter and i filled nice. my pockets up and <laughs> yeah. but i just sure bar- that wasn't the five and dime store <laughs> <laughs> i just borrowed the candy though i think when, the, when you go to the county the next time to get a permit bring some candy give them yeah, some candy maybe that's they'll what they'll be they nicer <laughs> maybe they will i don't know i just didn't know if you guys have ever had that uh bad of a or a difference in from one government agency to a Are you talking about working for them or actually dealing with dealing them? with them? Well, oh, sure. I mean, They're... yeah, sure. The government work government system is set up to where 
it is taxpayer based and it is paid for by you know collecting money from the masses therefore uh their position is is <laughs> Is, we don't care. We don't yeah, have we don't, to. We don't have to care. There's no incentive because it's all subsidized. And there's no there's very rarely layoffs. There's it's almost impossible to get fired from a government job. So they could care less. They're like kiss my A, you know. Whereas a private organization is all based on profit. So how you treat your customers is how you earn cash. And if you have that attitude of we don't really care then your your customers don't care and they're going to go to the next place they don't even i've been to uh, private organizations even if they have lower prices if they're nicer at a different place like let's say there's two hardware stores in my neighborhood and one is joe's and one is double d's and i go to double d's and he's like eh, it's in the back get it yourself loaded whatever you know and can't get help you're dinging the bell nobody shows up but his prices are lower but I go over to Joe's and he's got donuts out and he's, hey, he's, well, how's it going? He's, uh, oh, yeah, we'll get a guy right on it and blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm more likely to go over there even though the prices are slightly higher because they actually make me feel more comfortable being there. Yeah, I just, just, just bugs me to have the attitude that I was wrong when I'm actually trying to just go get the, the permit, the right well, I don't thing. think they were saying you're wrong. I think no, they were just, just saying a- you have to follow protocol. You see, that's the other thing about government. Everything is based on being sued. Their their fear of being sued by for some reason, or their fear of uh, being seen as um, discriminatory or some sort of there's some sort of issue. So everything is a protocol. It's where we work. We're under so many scrutinized rules. Whereas the public, who actually utilizes the service. There are there are rules there, but they're very rarely enforced because there's no way to hold them accountable. Whereas on our our end of things, we're held extremely accountable, even to the point of ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wouldn't you say, Joe? Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. I think a lot of times in the case of uh, public workers and you know bureaucracies, anything having to do with the county or or the Department of Licensing, or any of those types of things that you know regular people have to deal with on a yearly, annual basis, or whatever. Those those people working there, it's set it's set up to be self perpetuating, so that they always are able to do something that creates something uh, as well, far job, as their job goes. Job justification, to, uh, yeah, yeah to, to justify their job, and you know, like when you went there and. She was saying, no, I can't even answer your question to s- until you sign in. I mean, that's all part of the process, you know, because then the person who looks at the sign-in paper, Has they're the job. one. That's step one, right? Yeah, that's and then true. they have a job. <laughs> they got their job. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same thing when you go to the DMV and you got to take a number, Yeah. you know, and then you got to sit around and sit around. Then they call you up and you better be freaking ready because if you fumble for a second, they next, you know, next and then number, you got to go yeah. take a n- another number. So. So then along with this uh, permit issue that I've had to get, I went and got a, I got the permit, did all the work, called the inspector out. Would this be topic number two? Yeah, this would be topic number two. I was just moving right into it, <laughs> segueing right into it. But right. you're going to harass me about anything. No, 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 I was just, he was you guys, I was just wondering if we were going to a different direction. <laughs> he was transitioning. It was transitioning good. Transitioning <laughs> right to the 
segue to the problem with the inspector. He came in and said that every or some of the stuff that had been done in this house previous to me getting there was that Clouseau. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. I don't know. He was saying that it was done without yeah. a permit. And it gadget. Was done Inspector Gadget. Inspector yeah. Gadget. It was done without a permit, which means it's Ill- it was illegally done, and he could give me uh, civil penalties and fines and fees and shut the whole place down. And I'm like, wait a minute. I, I'm just working here. I just pulled a permit for this one thing. So he goes, well, you're doing it, so you're the one that's illegal. You're the one that's going to get in trouble. I'm like, well, that's just nice, but so what? Started, so, what so what did you learn from that? Yeah, don't get permits. Don't get permits. <laughs> don't get permission. Yeah, don't rely on the inspector. Yeah, so I got sidestepped that thing. So whole I started process. thinking about it. If uh, uh, can you go through a whole day? Can a general person go through a whole day without breaking the law? Oh, easy. And, well. Have you ever looked at what some of the stupid laws are? Well, well, if it's against the law to wake up, hit the couch, watch TV all day, and then go to bed, I'm guilty. It's probably <laughs> it. There's probably some uh, <laughs> something illegal about that. I looked up what. Uh, Wait, some, first of all, Joe, can you go a whole day without breaking the law? Uh, on a day off, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but on but, the other uh, hand, when I think about it, probably not. Really? Well, on a working day, look if you get if it's thirty five and you're in your car and you're doing thirty seven, you're breaking the law. Exactly, right? Just little things like that. Just- but, say, but on your day off, um, if you get up, let's say you get up, you make yourself breakfast, and let's say I wander down to Seven Eleven, I get myself a big gulp or whatever, go to Best Buy, drive, walk, drive, whatever, stay within the limit. Yeah, but myself. are you walking with traffic or against traffic? I'm on are the you, sidewalk. You're on the sidewalk. I'm yeah. just, you know, all these little things you could get busted Go for. Go grab myself a new game, you know, for my Wii. While I come home, plug it in. It's my house. I'm cool. I sit there and play and then uh, get up, make myself dinner, watch a little ESPN, set my alarm, hit the sack. I didn't break any. I don't think I broke a no, lot. Well, probably under those parameters you'd be all right except for that uh stuff from uncle frank (laughs) (laughs) growing out back he wasn't it's called asparagus it's asparagus (laughs) honestly that's what it's called it's It's asparagus bootleg (laughs) asparagus yeah so i looked up some uh what some dumb washington laws that are on the books they all was that the whole book that are still on the books (laughs) now yeah um one of them is uh exposing contagious disease and it's even I was reading through it, and they're even talking about if you have a cold and you walk out on the street, um, with if you have knowledge of your cold, you're guilty of a misdemeanor. <laughs> and that's so. If you don't know you have a cold and you go outside, then you're okay. That's yes. Right. Well, there's yeah, no yeah. intent. So you have there's no, no intent. intent there. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then I don't know you nothing. Know. <laughs> I think Joe would uh, agree to this one totally, wholeheartedly. Dude. Destroying a beer cask or bottle is illegal. Really? Destroying. So, like, if I crush mm-hmm. this can right now, it's illegal? Well, that wouldn't be destroying it. <laughs> oh. It's... Like, no, dis- like incinerate it? Like, well, I'm, get- I'm assuming... Is it, it just glass? I'm assuming it meant full, but maybe it didn't explain anything about that, because I... Well, that's more <laughs> than a misdemeanor. Destroying it? If it's full of beer and you destroy it, that's way more than a misdemeanor. That's like yeah, a, that's a just, total big-time crime. Yeah, that's the... In the people's court. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> there we go like, again. But, um, yeah, that would be an interesting one. Uh, that is wild. You know. Like, um, 
here's another one that I. What about are the recycling places guilty every day then? <laughs> I don't know. They, that's all sure. they do is destroy and melt down. Yeah. Uh, it is illegal to entice girls away from Maple Lane School for Girls. Which, oh, well, I don't I even know, know where. I know Joe's guilty. Yeah, of that. right. So, geez. where's that's Maple Lane? That's how he got his wife. Yeah. What's the statute of limitations on that? <laughs> where is the Maple Lane School? I don't know. Girls? Anybody know where Maple Lane is? Uh, Everybody heard is of it? Is it around here? Is it just this it is just, the whole state? It's just the Could whole state of Washington. Yeah, they they had to make a law for Maple Lane specifically, huh? Specifically, wow. everybody there must have been a lot must of been a big problem. Going on. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they should have had, uh, kept a bit of accountability of their girls. <laughs> Could have been They were problem. so easily, uh, yeah. you know, Enticed. drawn away. Let's see. It's uh, Here's another one that's x-rays may not be used to fit shoes. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Who cares? Imagine if you got really tiny feet. <laughs> Welcome to Foot Locker. Step into our x-ray machine. <laughs> yeah. How about if you use it before, like just to measure your foot? Uh, just says it's against the law. Wow. So yeah, well, I was wondering I I was I was wondering when I go get my shoes why they don't use, you know, cuz you know how dangerous it is to overexpose <laughs> your feet to x-rays. I know. What do they put little the lead aprons on your shins? <laughs> right. We're going to protect your feet now, sir. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another one that's really it makes no sense to me, but uh, this is a law to reduce crime that states it is man- mandatory for a motorist with c- criminal intentions to stop at the city limits and telephone the chief of police as he enters the town. <laughs> right. Oh, so that that's the whole taunting law. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just want to warn you. Just letting you, was that, is that as you're leaving or entering? When you're coming into town, you got to tell So it's against the law to call before you hit the town and say, I'm coming across the border right now. And that's, I actually have the, I would Order, think it would be the other way around. Ordinance number 116872 in 1993. I think I got it's that read recent, to me at huh? one point. Wow. It well, was they updated have a problem with people <laughs> reporting the fact that they're hitting certain counties? Good thing we didn't call Moses Lake before we yeah, got there last no week. No kidding. They would have met us at the border. Yeah. <laughs> Put and the then, spike uh, strips down. Oh, this is a good one for uh, Joe and Big D there. Uh, women who sit on the laps... On men's laps. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, let me finish this. Continue. <laughs> okay. Does this have something to do with paying them? <laughs> I don't think there's any paying oh, here, okay, but good. there is jail. Okay. Women who sit on men's laps on buses or trains without placing a pillow between them face an automatic six-month jail term. <laughs> wow. Does that with their dress down? <laughs> it doesn't say. It just says... Six months. Six, six months. months. That's a little excessive. It's an automatic. But six you can months. do it in the car. Wow. Yeah, just not a bus or a train. Since you guys are so the in airplane's that- good. Let's list off all the things that you can't. Taxi cabs. Oops. You're good. Yeah. Um, the streetcar. Streetcar. You're the, good. The light bicycle. rail. The pedal cars. Bicycle. Yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah that, you're okay the there. Um, truck. <laughs> car. Semi. So Golf cart. Golf, Golf cart. cart. <laughs> Craig chiming in. So, yeah, so, you know, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess they just didn't want the other people to see well, it. Well, always carry that pillow in your work bag just to be safe. Is it, does it have to be, like, a specific pillow? Can it be a blow-up pillow? Or just a pillow. It just says pillow, yeah. Hmm. Okay, we'll move on to the hole? next one. What if it has a hole in it? What are those? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the donut holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Golden Donut? Uh, it could be. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, uh, no one may set fire to another person's property without prior permission. Well, <laughs> isn't that called arson? Uh, right. without what are you like, ringy dingy? Uh, excuse me, Joe. I um, could set fire. a file fire on your property. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what time will that be? Actually, you know where I know. I bet I know where that came from, and I bet that's Eastern Washington, where they burn the burn fields. off their fields, and I bet, because there was a time. When I was living in this house out in the middle of a wheat field. I mean, it was like 12 miles outside of Colfax, which is already a little town. And I was living in the middle of this just massive wheat fields. And I was home alone and I was taking a nap in the afternoon. And I woke up and the in- around the house, the entire area was engulfed in just 15 to 12- 20 foot flames. And we had this little patch of grass and then the house, and I thought I was done. I thought I was complete. I'm freaking so, out. I thought it huh. was over. I couldn't see my cars. I couldn't see the barn. I couldn't see anything. Just fire everywhere. And I run outside, and I'm trying to find my dog, and I'm freaking out, and I'm trying to get the hose and start to water down stuff. And then come barreling out of the flames is this tractor. And the guy waves at me, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm jumping up and down, no waving deal. like crazy. And, <laughs> and he stops. He's like, yeah. I said, what? There's a fire going on. He goes, yeah, we're burning the fields. <laughs> and I was like, well, thanks for the call, buddy. Right. Because I had no clue. I had no idea. And it, uh, that was the most terrified I'd been in my life. Mm. I thought it was over. So yeah. I'm guessing it came from like. It could have been. But... You know, you don't just go burn your neighbor's uh, field down. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. they might freak out a little. This other one's from uh, Spokane. It is illegal to carry a fishbowl or aquarium onto a bus because the sound of the water sloshing may disturb the other passengers. Oh, And definitely. the stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I've said, had that on uh, 12th and Jackson. <laughs> right. Those right. Uh, people get on with their buckets with, full of like <laughs> eels the, and blowfish yeah. and <laughs> who all knows what's in there. The fish head variety bucket. <laughs> no lid on it, and it's sloshing, and it smells like the ocean, and it's, you're like, what is that in there? <laughs> You're like, you got to have a lid. <laughs> no, you have to have a lid. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Just don't spill it. Oh, it's just yeah. nasty. Over by the uh, Spokane River, there's a law that when you're near the river, you cannot wear a life jacket. <laughs> you can't? Cannot wear a life jacket. By the, the Spokane River. By the Spokane River. Well. And over in Spokane County. I guess County, that's called uh, population control. <laughs> that's oh, <yeah>. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't we're getting too big everybody head to the river no life jackets <laughs> yeah you can't buy a tv on sundays in spokane county well it's a law now still that, on it's the still books? on the books but it doesn't mean it's i'm pretty sure you can you know, hit best forest yeah i'm sure it's not enforced it's can just you ma- well you know the best buy up here by the mall there's a cop outside there all the time. I, that would be really funny on a Sunday in Spokane if they just decided to, you know, Shut arbitrarily right. enforce that. Everybody walking out with a big screen. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. You're going to have to come with me. They got the big paddy wagon set up. Yeah. <laughs> Did they keep the TVs as evidence? Of course they do. Yeah. So Every- if the, if the uh, force is running low on TVs, just, uh, you know, start yeah. arresting folks. So I got a few, uh, just a few more quick ones. Uh, in Bremerton, it's illegal to shuck peanuts on the street. <laughs> but not in the bars. But not in the bars. <laughs> Put them on or, the floor. Or in, in a baseball field. In yeah. Everett, it's 
illegal to display a hypnotized or allegedly hypnotized person in a store window. <laughs> that would be what? that would that would be the fun of it. Isn't yeah. that the, now, aren't Go the, get in that store window. <laughs> you're hypnotized. Pretend you're a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Start and making then, out with the glass. <laughs> in Linden, which is a very conservative town that probably still have the, this this law is probably still enforced. Enforced, they still in do. Linden. I've probably all of these are enforced in, in Linden. Linden. Uh, it's drinking and dancing may not occur at the same establishment. <laughs> so you you just put them next door. You have the right. dance hall and, and then, then the beer then, hall. Yeah, and yeah. then you just then go you back drink, and forth and, then and you go put, over and dance. And over. You put double doors between. What about them does it drink in anything? Like you can't have punch. It doesn't go into that. Probably, like, like, I'm assuming it, alcoholic. Well, that's a big assumption. It's not written down. Yeah. If you're over dancing and it's hot. That's your defense. And you got to have some water. Who, you know, who am I to say it might not be ever clear? Always a loophole. Always a loophole, yeah. (laughs) It looks like water. Tastes like vodka. (laughs) And in Seattle, it says uh, you may not carry a concealed weapon that is over six feet in length. Yes. (laughs) Like, how are you going to conceal a six-foot Sword. I can. Wonder Boy? Yeah. You oh, can. Oh, yeah. Well, remember Sword Man? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That was a fiasco. Yeah. Well, he had a six foot sword yeah. or whatever that thing, a samurai sword. Oh, I had a guy one time get on my bus that had one sticking out. He had it stuck down his, you know, the back of his shirt. He, I assume he had he was a sheet. Ninja. He thought he was. <laughs> he was all wearing black and he had it sticking down the back of his shirt and into his pants and he had the handle sticking up. He looked like the Highlander. And I hmm. said, you can't come on here with that. And he's, well, what's the problem? <laughs> because it's a sword, man. <laughs> I don't want you to get all hacked off and start right. taking heads, uh, heads no, off. No, you would have brought an aquarium on. It's bad <laughs> enough to have beer cans that rolling. That would have been different but yeah. a sword. But it's yeah. the, the sound of the beer cans and beer bottles rolling back and forth are bad enough. I don't need heads. <laughs> yeah, but you can, you can actually uh, carry it. Five foot. As 11. long as it's five, like a bazooka or something. Five eleven, right? Five eleven or you just, less, right. you can carry it. It's, it's just, under the limit. So if you've got a five five bazooka, you just trim it down. Trim it down a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a sawed off shotgun. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sawed off bazooka. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. So is now legal on the buses. <laughs> is it allowed now for me to go to the third? topic it's sure absolutely because you guys Continue. can harass me about Carry that on. are, we, are no. we done with that one i think me. i'm done with it unless somebody else has more comments no, no it just goes to show you that uh there's always plenty of laws on the books they don't need to make more because they don't they don't even enforce actually, the ones they, that they have actually so, they do you know, need to make more but they need to make more that makes sense they just need to enforce all the ones that we have and well not things those. would be a lot better <laughs> no not those those are actually i do actually there is one more here I oh want to here we go yeah, here I knew we he wasn't done yeah. Okay. When two trains come to a crossing, neither shall go until the other has passed. <laughs> That's good. So if you're on the train from Alker- Albuquerque heading to Tucson and you left at five o'clock and the other trains come in, that's too <laughs> right. hard, man. Yeah, that's those too are... hard. So seriously, if you show if they show up at the same, so what do you? You, you just wait till the other one goes. What if nobody, nobody goes? Nobody goes because they no have one's to passed. Wait. Yeah, that's why they have the guy with the. With yeah. the lantern. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now another. This is a question for Joe that I've been meaning to. Uh oh. Meaning question to ask. And this question is. This has been weighing heavy. It's on really? My, Double yes, D's heart. All the way since. And mind. Probably fifth grade. Notice he's not asking the big D. It's the 
it's my second fifth grade since this question <laughs> really? has been going on. Yeah. And I've been way beyond that. I didn't even know, Joe. But, okay, why does disco suck? Why does disco suck? And why do people either... You mean why did it suck? Because it's it? gone. Well, yes, I'm talking about... We're not there. We're in fifth grade. It's not 76 anymore. You know, actually, except for when you're in Spanaway, because when I go to the Spanaway Home Depot, that's all they ever play is disco, really? disco, disco, wow. disco. So all those people from Spanaway like disco. Actually, you know, a Maybe lot of Rick the music D's works there. I think a lot of the music from the disco era wasn't really that bad of music. I think there was a lot of really good stuff actually, but I think it's more kind of a gender-based uh, uh, opinion depending upon whether you're a male or female. I think the problem why most guys thought that disco sucked was because when disco started, the dancing was organized. You had to know how to dance. It wasn't just go out there and shake it and move around and jump around. You had to know how to do the hustle. You knew you had to know how to do all these dances. And that's where, to me, in, when I was involved in that period and you were out with girls, it was like, this is why disco sucks. Because really? I can't do this. I can't dance. Really? I think that was one of the major reasons. I mean, because everybody I know... Some of it was, you know, there was some stuff that was overly commercial and and really not that great in music, but actually there was some really good, there was some good stuff. There's some disco stuff that I like. So what would some of that, name, name some of that stuff you'd like. Uh, the disco stuff that I like? I like a lot of the Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever stuff. The Bee Gees stuff was great. That was good. Um... You know, a lot of the top 40 stuff from that era, it was top 40. You know, everybody can't deny that they didn't like disco because someone was buying the stuff. Yeah. Someone sold a lot of albums. Someone made a lot of money. Saturday, the soundtrack from Saturday Night Fever is probably one of the biggest selling albums of all time. Yeah. That's what I think. Some of it. <laughs> Well, in this, come on. Rick James? That's funk. <laughs> yeah, but it was a dance song. You know that people were dancing to this at, well, at discos. Can I can I say something? I know this question wasn't directed at me. Yes, now you can speak. Oh, thank now you. Now you may speak. I'm thankful for disco for one reason and one reason only. It ushered in punk rock music. <laughs> That's the uh, disco in context. You had You came out of the Zeppelin, Pink Floyd... Um, arena Rock. Yeah, Arena Rock, Great, Grand Funk Railroad and all that stuff. And you started with this. It, it was it was like the first of the electronic sound. It was in its infancy. A lot of synthesizers, Casey and the Sunshine Band and all that stuff. And you're right. It was a lot of the dancing. But I think what freaked a lot of the guys out was all of a sudden the really tight pants and the tight shirts. And these, right. these were all beer drinking right. guys. Right, you had to look like Travolta. Zep right, and so that was tough. And the other thing about disco was that um, I'm with you. I don't think disco completely sucked. But I think at the time it was such different music and it was – uh, not seen as manly. Right. Well, that's. I think a lot of the people, males, that didn't like disco, it was peer pressure. Because I think there was a lot of people that secretly liked a lot of stuff. But it was and if also, they were around their friends and they heard a disco song, they might even turn it up and get into it. But mm. then if they were in the group with, of their buddies in a rock and roll situation and some disco stuff came on, that would be when they went into disco sucks there mode. was some really, really crappy disco. Oh, but yeah. there's really crappy all kind of music. Yeah, yeah. But, but what I do... What I really liked about disco was the fact that there was such a backlash it was actually really one of the first 
sort of, uh, I would say, sort of controversies in the music world. You always had had country and rock, but they didn't really clash. Um, you had, and then there was classical music and standards, but nothing crossed. There was country, and nobody from country went to rock. Nobody from rock paid attention to country. This was the first time, really, in the rock and roll world, where there was this branch off that was drawing crowds, and the people who were the hard rockers were like, "That is insane! What is going on over there?" That's just, and so they just said, "Oh, it sucks." And but the beauty of it is, is that the uh, people got tired of it. And punk rock hit the hit the world, and that's where I that's where Big D jumps in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if we want to continue this, or we'll turn no, it back I, over to. It's it's a it's a great T-shirt, you know. Disco sucks, yeah, but of it's not totally true. Well, let's go into uh, Double D. Good job, man. Birthdays today. We got some birthdays. Um, celebrities dead and alive you might see them walking down the street and you all just want to wish them a happy birthday well okay we've got the birthdays for this week but uh why don't you do the uh living uh birthdays because sure. because this second birthday i think you can do uh, uh a credible imitation of this person <laughs> no i don't know about i that. think you can i think you do uh, it pretty good oh first up of course is the uh going to be 63, which is hard to believe. Um, Van Morrison. Van the man. Yeah, Mr. Hard to get an interview with. <laughs> Mr. Like, Surly. Mr. Recluse. <laughs> and then, of course, because you're wrong because you got a penis, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I've been doing this for a while now. I was on Oprah, and <laughs> she's right because she's a woman. Okay, wait a second. Double D, who's he imitating? I don't know. <laughs> My name, I'm a doctor. I got my own TV show, and you're wrong because you got a penis. I thought it was a good imitation. I thought you'd know that. Okay. I knew that. I know that now that uh, Wonder Boy gave me the hint, uh, Dr. Phil. The good doctor that everyone wants to forget is going to be 50. And and speaking of disco. That's right. Did you know that uh, these guys as brothers actually sold or had more number one hits then the Beatles, that would be the Gibb brothers and Barry Gibb going to be 62. Right. So that's pretty amazing. That, that's an amazing stat right there going into the disco thing. And Barry it, is is not the twin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Barry is Barry. Barry is the airbrushed, so airbrushed if you see, guy. So if you see Dr. Bill walking around, <laughs> that's right. tell that boy happy birthday because he got a penis. <laughs> what, doesn't he also say, how's that working for you? How's that working for you? <laughs> Uh, all right, well, and this is this week's uh, Birthdays from Beyond. Hello? All right, September 1st, 1922. Now, some of the uh, younger folks out there in podcast land might uh, not be familiar with this woman, but uh, she would have been 86 on September 1st, and her name is Yvonne DiCarlo. Yes. And most well-known for her portrayal of one of my favorite television moms <laughs> lily munster that's right <laughs> from the munsters <laughs> and she was a, and for our friends up and in the, oh sorry go i was just gonna say for our friends up in the great white north she was canadian hey really yes oh and where did they live double d 
Mockingbird Lane. That's Yay! it. 13, 13, yes, 13 I didn't know the 13. number. Mockingbird Lane. Good yeah. job. Okay, this is a yeah, monumental occasion because I actually knew an answer to something. That was good. good the other cool thing about the Munsters that I always liked was they had the Chuck Barris custom. They had the Hearstmobile oh, that thing was and, awesome. the, and the Coffinmobile. Yes, yes. and yeah. I always loved yes. Spot. Yeah, spot underneath the stairs, <laughs> and that and that the that the cousin girl was the odd one. Oh yeah, the they always felt, good yeah, they they felt, felt sorry, sorry for her. her. Yeah, I <laughs> felt sorry for her too because she wasn't with me. All right, uh, number uh, two on the Beyond list, September first, also nineteen thirty-three, would have been seventy-five years old. Conway Twitty. The Twitty Man. And we just mentioned him a while ago, but yes. it's amazing. 55, number one. Unbelievable. I, I was, I, that shocked me. He's got a lot, yeah. yeah. And then a lot of duets with uh, Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. All right. Uh, September 3rd, 1946. Would have been 62 years old. Uh, Freddie Mercury of oh. Queen. He's a killer queen. He's a killer queen. Passed away probably too early, but, uh, you know. Still have the music, so that's good. Yeah, well, and Paul Rogers took his place. That isn't that, that's bizarre. <laughs> and now they what the kid from uh, uh, American Idol? He's gonna yeah, Adam Lambert. Which well, I, think I don't he think could, he's he, gonna take over. He's not. He, he could no. kind of pull it off. He's I doing a solo album that's coming out like anybody cares. I know some people right. out there do, but no. really, come on. On the, on the no. All right, that's the birthdays for this week. And that brings us to this day in rock. What's happening this week? In some rock and roll. Rock and roll. Well, this is kind of... Uh, Coming to you live from Tacoma. This is kind of uh, television and uh, rock and roll combined. Yes. All right. On Two favorite medias. Yes. <laughs> on this day uh, in 1993, the first musical guest on the premiere of The Late Show with David Letterman was, any guesses? Paul McCartney. No, that's a good guess. Anybody else? Ringo no. Starr. No, not even a guess? I can't even You guess. can guess. The Beatles. The wait. Beatles? No. But... <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. This was when he moved to Late Night? Uh, well. Or was this his daytime show? 19... No. Late Night with David Letterman. Late Night Letterman. with David the Letterman. premiere, the first musical guest. First musical guest. Okay, here's a real, here's a real guess. I'm thinking Letterman. What year? 1993. 1993, because I, I, I'm sure I saw that show, and I'm going to guess Rolling Stones? No. Wrong. Okay. I'll, here, let's narrow it down a little bit. Not a band, a solo performer. Solo performer. Um, he or she? A male. A male. American? American. Tom Petty? G- good guess. Piano playing guy. Uh, El- uh, oh, then it's got to be Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Yeah. Thank yes, you. Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> After 10 wrong guesses. Ding. Hey, I feel so smart. It's, that was not it's like, it's like, it's like It's like working in a bureaucracy. It's yeah. all part of the process. Sure, yeah. Take all a right. number. Have a seat. <laughs> all right. That okay. is This Day in Rock History. Well, and um, that brings us to our final feature of the day because this is a this we're rolling on today. It's a long podcast, but that's all right. Yeah, we're just flowing. Like, gives you something to do. We're flowing like Double D did on his topics. Exactly, and that was a stellar <laughs> yeah. job. He did some. That was some nice. How flow. about some? I did not know that. Uh, I did not know this. I did not know that. These <laughs> are some Washington. That's I did wild. not know this, that, or this, or <laughs> anything for that matter. I don't okay. know nothing. This is Washington's national rankings in some national surveys All of right. where states rank. Oh, man. Washington ranks 31st in livability 
of the 50 states. Last year, we were 25, so we dropped we six spots. We'll be dropping again. Although Mayor Nichols is out, so maybe we'll go back up a little. Which that was six spots. What happened? Mount St. Mount Helens go off again or something? I wasn't paying attention. We elected Chris Gregoire. And, uh, but just to uh, needle my good friend here from the great state of Texas. Oh, man. <laughs> Texas was at number 39. Yes. And, of course... Uh, all the folks down there in the South can be proud because the great state of Mississippi <laughs> was the worst oh, in livability. Really? <laughs> well, Arkansas would have imagined well, down there too. Yeah, they go back and forth. And I all know these they're every always year. fighting. Right, right. We're not number last. <laughs> that's, Woo! What, that, yeah, that's what Arkansas was doing this year. Okay, uh, now in the ranking of the healthiest state, we're up there. Uh, Washington is number 14. And in that, we improve, thanks to the Healthy Incentives Program. Oh, star uh, that it is. <laughs> Keeps me on track. We were 20, and now we're 14. And once hey, you it, want an ice cream cone? I got one in the fridge. <laughs> I, I turned I, it down. I'm, I'm yeah. part of the uh, improvement in the ranking there. Yeah, I've already right. had two tonight. I'm going to go for a third minute. <laughs> you're messing Who with was our, number one? You're, you're bringing our ranking down. Who was care. number one in the healthiest states? Uh, you know what? Uh, I didn't. New uh, York? Uh, you know what? I because I always look at who's the worst. Okay. So I'm gonna I'll check that with yeah, you. I'm but, just curious. But just uh, once again for my uh, good friend here from the great state of Texas. Thank you, Texas, because all that fine barbecue. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had some last night. <laughs> <They're Yee-hoo>! <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't get good stuff up here. It was mind blowing, was it? You're still in shock. <laughs> well, the great state of Texas was number 43. In in? <laughs> in the healthiness oh, department. Well, I'm surprised they were further down. I know. Well, fat boys down and, there. Well, and their next door neighbor where there's lots of good stuff to eat. Oh, that would not make <laughs> Louisiana was last. Oh, no kidding, man. <laughs> if there's anybody living there that's not over 300 pounds, please give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't play for a professional that's sports right. team. That's right. What? Well, the, Holy uh, the, cow, the Cajun man. guy, Prudhomme. Man, every time I've been there, you get a cab. It's <laughs> like uh, it's leaning to the side. You have to like <laughs> climb in on a ladder. Okay, now this category is a good one. In the most dangerous state category, uh, the lower the number, the better. So in this case, uh, the state of Washington was number 14 as one of the least dangerous states to live in. Uh, we dropped from 16 last year. Unless you live on a hilltop. Right. And here, now this is pretty good for the great state of Texas. They're number 12. Yeah. So they are ahead of us. That's because we can carry guns and shoot pokes. Now the most dangerous, and this might have something to do with the all the legitimate businessmen that are still down in the state, the most dangerous state to live in is Nevada. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Because of the mafia? <laughs> You said it, not me. I was trying to avoid saying that. Oh, the mob, the mobsters, the mafias. That's all right. I'm part of Mafia Wars. I'll take care of them boys. Uh, all right. I didn't bring it up. And the least dangerous state. Meet me on Facebook, man. I'll take you out. The least dangerous state, because I think there's only about 400 people there total, is North Dakota. It's not Alaska or something? No. Alaska's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Uh, what is there to get dangerous doing in North Dakota? Maybe <laughs> we're climbing a hill? Right. Yeah. Coming out like of your house. Off and, a tree? Yeah. Coming out of your house in the wintertime? Yeah. Or? All right. on some ice. Okay. Now, the last ca- category. This is a good one because we can take some pride in this. Not a whole lot, though. Uh, in the smartest states. <laughs> oh, oh, it's got to be Washington. It can't be yeah. us. Look at who we elect. Washington <laughs> was number 33 
And last year, we were 30, so we have dropped. Again, look who we elect. <laughs> and uh, the uh, great state of Texas was number 25 ahead, or excuse me, I screwed up there. Yes. Props, props to Texas. Of course. 25. Yes. Last year, they were 33. They improved. Yes. University of Texas got a new professor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, the smartest state in the country. Actually, I'm surprised we didn't drop because after the hurricane, all the people from <laughs> Louisiana flooded Good in. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Maybe they didn't test them. But the smartest state in the union is Vermont. Oh, fair it's very all, good, very it's, good. It's very all good. that maple syrup. Vermont. And now, this uh, kind of surprised me because... Is that all the maple over there? I see. think maple makes you smart. I guess. I, I like Canadians are smart. Maple bars. Uh, the least <laughs> the least intelligent <laughs> state... Oh, wait, let me healthy. guess. Ga- okay, any guesses on the Florida. least... Florida. Int- <laughs> it, it's, it's related. It, when you think about it, it's related to Florida in oh, a way. Oh, man. Um, well, then uh, I would say Alabama. <laughs> It starts with an A. Alaska? <laughs> no. Allegheny? <laughs> the Arkansas. great state of Allegheny. <laughs> I, I want to welcome you Once to the great again, state of Allegheny. Thanks, thanks for bringing our ranking down again, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that would be the great state of Arizona. They're the dumbest? They're the dumbest You know state. why? Have you ever been They're to the fried. college there? <laughs> Yeah, what are you gonna There's do? Nobody's it's in. Like, no one's in the school. No one's in class. They're all at the pool. Right. It's it's a, a pretty uh, nice plum on your uh, resume to have a degree from Arizona State. Yeah. And where was John McCain from? Arizona. <laughs> okay. Well, all we gotta right. wrap this Those stuff are our up facts. right here. I did thank, not know that. Yeah. Thank you, Big Joe, and thank you, Double D. Thanks for uh, bringing us the topics and having something to say. And Wonder Boy and Craig, as always, we appreciate it. Folks, www.nwconvergenzone.com. That is our email. uh, Well, that's our website address, and you can email us off of that. Thanks again for joining us. We will see you next week. You'll want to tune in because we're going to have a special guest, a Northwest legend.